Hello guys and welcome back to another Tea Talks with Tiff episode. So I have been kind of on the fence about what I wanted today's episode to be about and it's mostly because I've been in a slump. I haven't really been taking care of myself. Um, Let me rephrase that. It's not that I haven't been taking care of myself. I've just had a really, really busy week and I didn't really have any time to reset. I didn't have any me time. Um, so with that being said, I felt like today's episode, it would be appropriate to talk about self-care um, and things to do to practice self-care and some of my best things that I like to do when doing self-care. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, and today I actually am drinking tea which is very appropriate for today's weather. It is cloudy out and very chilly. It's actually like feeling like a fall day out in Ohio for once. Um, But apparently the weather is supposed to get back up into the 70s next week, and I'm not looking forward to that. So anyway, today's episode is going to be about self-care. And when I say self-care, I mean being able to set aside time for you, nobody else. Sometimes we get so caught up in wanting to take care of everybody else or be there for everybody else, we forget how important it is to be there for ourselves. And self-care for me really began to be an important part of my life probably around the time I went into college, um, probably about halfway through my first college year. And it was because I was getting so burnt out physically and mentally. I was getting burnt out from working a lot and just being in a lot of social events and being a part of a lot of organizations. And I never really took a day to me. You know, all my time was always devoted to schoolwork, to uh, um, a job, or to extracurricular activities. I never really had that time for me. So that is kind of why I decided to take a year off of schooling after my first year of college. Because not only was my finances, my funds were getting really tight, um, and it began to be not a smart financial decision to continue going to the college I was going to, but also because I was so burnt out, I couldn't be the best I was. You know, I couldn't show up and be the best I could be um, at schoolwork if I'm constantly tired or I'm constantly not taking care of myself. So after that first year, I took that next year off and I was still working a lot. But I did end up starting to take more time to me. The time off I did have, I was running, exercising more. I was doing things I enjoy, um, painting, drawing. I would do face masks, hair masks, you know, just listen to music, watch YouTube videos, binge a Netflix series. And these are all things that I wanted to talk about today because I feel like this is really important Um, especially for a lot of college students. It's that point in the semester, I feel like, where everybody is kind of starting to feel a little 
maybe it's just me, but I feel like for the most part, I feel like I could speak for everybody, that everyone's starting to feel a little bit um, <clears throat> exhausted, and they're starting to feel kind of stir crazy, and like they're going to have a mental breakdown, and I feel like this is the perfect time to, you don't need to be hustling. I mean, you do, but you need to balance it. You need to be able to take a day. My theory is you should be able to take one day out of the week or um, half a day even and just devote it to certain things that you enjoy doing. So for me, what I enjoy doing when I know I have some free time, which today actually is a prime example of that because I had a morning class and that is the only class I have on campus today. Um, so for the rest of the day, I planned on doing a podcast. I am going to knock out a little bit of homework. And for the rest of the time being, I'm going to tidy up my apartment and then relax. And that time in the evening is my time to reset and decompress for the next week, for this, you know, for the rest of the week. So some strategies I have for doing self-care is taking up a hobby that you really enjoy doing um, that you typically don't really have time for or that you don't make time for and devote some time for that. Um, For me, this podcast is a prime example of it. Um, I wanted to start using the time that I have off from work and school wisely. So I decided to start a podcast because for one, I I think I went into this in my introduction to my podcast series. But for me, having a podcast really holds me accountable in a lot of aspects. Um, So, and and like I said, it's, it's a good little bit of time away from you know, having to go do your work or going to work, you have that outlet. And that's the whole point of self-care is to be able to have an outlet, be able to take care of yourself. Because if you can't take care of yourself, how are you supposed to take care of others? So for me, I'm just going to start listing off some things that I love to do when taking a self-care day. Um, I like to go for walks. I enjoy to sometimes if I feel like it running. Um, I used to run every day right after I graduated high school. And then I kind of fell out of that once I went to college. And then once I took a year off, I kind of started that up again. And now I'm back off of it. So I really want to implement running more because I noticed such a huge, I mean, a huge difference in my moods and my mood swings when I would run every day. So, and you don't, you know, you don't necessarily have to exercise. That's just one thing for me that really helps. And it gets my mind off of things because I'm focusing on my breathing when I'm exercising or running. I'm focusing on, you know, whatever I'm doing in the moment. So for me, exercising is a big one. Um, I don't, I'm not really too big into it nowadays, but I do remember, you know, when I was doing it, it was immensely boosting my mood. Um, It made me think a lot clearer. So exercise is a big one. Another thing that I've actually 
been trying to get into and I've been pretty successful with it for the past few months is journaling. Journaling helps you, you know, put your thoughts down onto the page and that is something that I absolutely love doing, but I never take I don't take enough time to do it. So I'm so glad and thankful that I'm starting to implement it more into my everyday life. Um and you could, there's all sorts of journaling you could do. You know, there's like bullet journals you could do. You could just, you know, write out your feelings, like have a diary. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I like journaling. Um, so, yeah, that's another one. And I guess under the category of journaling would be like writing out goals. Um, that's another big one for me. I love to sit down and think about how I can break down a big goal into several small goals. And the reason I do that is because it's a lot better to create small goals and then achieve those little by little, step by step, than creating a huge goal and then getting upset at yourself when you don't achieve it. Um, So let's say the big goal is to exercise every day. Or, you know, exercise five out of the seven days of the week. Break it down. Um, Say for the first week in the month, you want to exercise lightly um, twice a week. Um, Then you increase it the next week to three times. And then the next week by four. And then the fourth week, you decide that you're implementing that fifth day. So you want to break it, and that's not even breaking it down the furthest you can. That's just kind of like an example of starting to break it down. Um, you could break down that week um, into, oh gosh, you could break it down into days then. You could say the first day I'm going to focus on cardio. The next day I'm going to focus on lifting weights. Um, you know, you could say I'm going to do this many reps of this this day. So you could really just break anything down if you sit down and you think about it. And for me, that is the best way to achieve whatever big goal you're going for. Um, And, you know, somebody else might not think it's a big goal, but to you it is. So everybody's goals are different. And I think journaling and getting out your thoughts onto a piece of paper or writing out your goals is really important and crucial. And Um, also trying to sit down and coming up with some people do like a five-year plan. Um, I would like to do a year plan, you know, have it planned out each year as to what you want to achieve within that year. Um, and then, you know, break that achievement down into several small steps and goals to get there. So that's something that has really helped me. Um, and, you know, sometimes that that can really help if you're like me and your mind runs all the time and you get worried about, you know, the future and what it might hold. Um, if you ever sit and wonder, what am I doing with my life? Or, you know, you have these questions and you contemplate the future, then that's a great way to help you kind of stay on track and to almost feel at ease and calmed by it. So yeah, journaling is a huge, huge one for me that I've been recently getting into. And I honest to God can say that it helps me so much. Um, I honestly could do a whole organization podcast on things that I do to help keep my life organized. Um, And that goes from having handwritten plans to things that I do the night prior if I know I'm going to have a big day the next day. Um, So that might be an idea that I 
do in another podcast. So we'll see about that. Um, but along with journaling, you could also categorize uh, monthly planning. For me, I have a huge whiteboard that I have hanging in my apartment, and it is a monthly whiteboard. So each month I erase it, and I write the new month, and I write when all my bills are due. I write my work schedule out. I write out any special events or birthdays, um, important test dates, anything like that. And then on the side of my whiteboard, I have a to-do list column. And that is just for general things that I want to get done within that month. And that could be an emotional to-do list where I want to, you know, practice yoga every day for 20 minutes. Or that could be financial goals. A lot of times I use it for financial goals or even reminders to set up doctor's appointments or um, eye appointments, things like that. Um, so that's what I use the to-do list for, or I will just simply, it's not even sometimes a to-do list. It's literally just reminders. I will write up there. I'll say, Hey, remember to take a deep breath, you know, cause sometimes we forget to take deep breaths throughout the day and you can get very overwhelmed very easily. And so sometimes I just write cute little like reminders to help me throughout my days whenever I glance at that board. So that's another thing that I guess could be fallen under like organizational journaling. Um, So yeah, anyway, that was a long kind of explanation on that aspect of self-care. The next one I want to talk about is um, pampering yourself. And for me, when I say pampering myself, I typically mean like if you're a girl and you're listening or even guys can do these things. Um. I mean, taking a day to do a hair mask, take a day, um, you know, within that day, do face masks, hair masks, do your nails, soak your feet, um, take a very long, nice shower and, you know, shave, scrub yourself, you know, from head to toe, you know, just anything that you can really take and focus on yourself physically or mentally is self-care. If you are deciding that you want to jam out in your car and listen to music for a car ride, then that is technically self-care. My point is really anything that you love to do that is yours and you're not focusing that energy on anybody else, that is technically self-care. So if you love to paint, for example, I like to paint, um, then that's self-care. If you love to meditate, that is definitely self-care. If you love to do yoga, you love to run, you like to just read a book, that's self-care. Which, actually, side note, so this month, um, I did mention in my last podcast how the month of October for me is a no social media month at all. Um with an exception of me uploading on Mondays um, for the podcast and being able to update you guys on when those go live um, and whenever they're uploaded. So that's an exception. But other than that, um, I don't really get on social media. The apps I consider social media, um, the ones that I find have a negative influence on me are the ones that I decided to um, not be on this month. So That includes Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Now, I know some people will communicate with me through Snapchat, but I'm not going to respond typically just because I don't want to 
click on Snapchat and then realize, oh, who posted what? And then I start scrolling and watching people's stories. And then I failed my challenge. So if you need to get a hold of me, just if you have my number, text me or message me on Messenger. I will respond on Messenger because I'm not on Facebook. It's just a messaging app. So if you have Messenger, message me on that. Um, and I will respond if you, you know, if, if you're any of my friends and you want to get a hold of me, that's the way to go. So anyway, I decided I wanted to read a book this month and it is only, what is today? October 5th. And I started this two days ago and I'm already like, this is a 600 and something page book. Um, and I'm already like at page 200. So this has been my goal to get it back into reading because it really gets my mind off of things. Um, once again, that's a form of self-care. But anyway, the book that I'm reading is The Shining by Stephen King. And I wanted to read something kind of like in the spirit of Halloween. So if anybody's read this book, um, yeah, anyway, if anyone's read this book, I guess you guys can relate. But I like really enjoy it so far. And I'm literally only... Um, on page like 200 of this book and I just didn't I wasn't quite sure if I was gonna like it because I had never really read a Stephen King book fully um I think maybe in an English class we had read like part of a Stephen King book I don't really remember honestly but I didn't know if I was gonna like Stephen King's writing style and I really do um, so yeah, anyway, side note, I'm kind of proud of that because I'm getting back into reading and that's a form of self-care for me. So I guess when I said this week that I wasn't really taking time for myself in a way, I guess I was cause I've been reading every night. Um, but for me taking time for myself, the big thing for me when it comes to self-care are those pamper days. They're kind of my reset when I take a day to shower um, you know, shave my legs, do all that stuff, um, do hair masks and all that. That's like my biggest form of self-care I enjoy to do. You know, I love lighting a candle and reading and just relaxing. And I know that sounds cliche, like every girl ever, but <laughs> I'm being serious when I say it really is relaxing. So, um, yeah, pampering, that is a big thing with self-care. If that means taking $20 a month or $40, how much ever it takes to get your nails done once a month, then that's what you should do. I'm a big firm believer in you should be financially responsible and not waste all your money and that kind of thing and pay your bills. But also you should treat yourself. And I don't mean treat yourself every day because that is a habit that people get into. And I have one too many friends that are like, oh, it's okay. I'll just treat myself. You know, it's no biggie. But it no longer becomes a treat. It's just an everyday thing. So then you have to amp up your reward to yourself because it's no longer fulfilling, if that makes sense. So let's say that you're rewarding yourself literally every day by going, um, I don't know, going out to eat or going shopping. It no longer becomes fulfilling. So you have to go and spend more money somewhere else, somewhere nicer, or maybe um, you have to change it up and do something different that's more expensive or, um, you know, just to me, treating yourself is not supposed to be an everyday thing when it comes to money. Um, 
but you definitely should like maybe once or twice a month, like once a paycheck. I'm a big believer in once a paycheck, take a little bit of money and go do something or eat somewhere or um, go get your nails done. Do something like that. Like take a little bit of money. That doesn't mean, you know, oh, I'm just going to go treat myself every day. That is not responsible. Unless you have the money to do so, then go for it. Um, but personally, I do not have the funds to do that. So, um, yeah. Anyway, pampering yourself is a really big one. Um, so, yeah. And I think the next one I want to talk about is being able to decompress away from people. And this isn't the same for everybody. Um depending upon your whether you're an extrovert or an introvert or an ambivert. Um, it really just depends on that. For me personally, I come off as an extrovert. I'm very vocal and I love to goof around with people and stuff. But deep down, I need that time to recharge. I need space and time to be by myself and just, you know, Take time to focus on me without anybody else around. Um, So that can vary person to person. If your big thing is you're typically by yourself doing your own thing. And for you to, you know, take care of yourself, you need to be around people. Then that's great. If you're a social person and you need to take a day to go hang out with friends, that is self-care. But also, so is if you're a person like I am who needs to take some time away from your friends and be by yourself. That's also self-care. Um, this is one that I never really realized was super important to me until this past year. Um, this past year, and my friends can attest to this, they know that I don't really, it's not that I don't hang out with them a lot, but if I have things that are going on, or if I have, I need to take a day for myself, I'm not afraid to tell them. Um, one of my best friends is a prime example. She's like, come on, we, you know, let's go hang out. Let's go drive. And sometimes I just have to tell her, Hey, I need a day to myself. And you know, they should respect that as my, my friends do, you know, I'm not saying they don't or anything. They definitely respect that and they understand, but don't be afraid to tell people that because nine times out of 10, they're going to be understanding. They're going to um, let, you know, let you take that time that you need. And that's so important because I feel like we're so busy in our everyday life running around and, you know, busy working and going from jobs or going from sports to sports or school to work or we don't take that time for ourselves. And for me, that is extremely important because being around people all day is so draining for me. Um, I work, you know, at Walmart, like I said, I'm a cashier and just constantly interacting with customers all day can be so exhausting. By the end of the day, sometimes the littlest things make me, you know, get irritated. Like, I'll come home and my boyfriend might say something the wrong way. And I'm like, Jack, don't mess with me. Like, I've had a, you know, I've had a long day. And so that's why I think it's so important to take a day for yourself to decompress away from people if you're that kind of person. Because if you don't, like I said, you can take it out on others that you love or that you live with or, you know, that you're around. Um and that, you know, that's not good. So for me personally, it's really important to take that time. 
So yeah, um, for me, that's really it when it comes to talking about self-care. I, the moral of the story, the moral of this podcast is that it is so crucial um, to take time for yourself because you can't be your best self. You can't, you know, put forth your best effort in things if you're constantly tired or you're pulling yourself in six different ways and you're not taking that time to repair and recharge and refuel. Um, so, yeah, and everybody, that varies with everybody. Some people might need a full day. Some people might need half a day. Some people might just need an hour or two in the day. So it really just depends on you, and that's important for you to pay attention to those things when you notice yourself being like, okay, I need some time away from people, or I need to get out of my house and I need to go hang out with people. These are important cues that you need to pay attention to because it's your body telling you that you need, you know, you need you time, if that makes sense. Um, (laughs) So for me, self-care has been super important in my life, and I think the next podcast I'm going to do is going to be about organization because organization is another thing that has helped me immensely in my life. Because if you're anything like me, um, I'm the kind of person, if my house is a mess, like like if my apartment is a wreck or, you know, laundry's not done, dishes aren't done, um, then I can't focus. I just can't. I can't be the best me. And it It's almost, it causes anxiety. It causes me, it causes chaos because if I look around my house and I see lots of, you know, mess, it's very chaotic. And I'm not OCD. Like, obviously things are going to get messy, but personally, I like to take one day a week, typically the same day that I take time to myself, I take that day also to clean my apartment. Um, which is actually what I'm going to do after I get done with this podcast because I have a few things I need to do around my house. Um, But anyway, yeah, those I think are really crucial to um, our self-care is just, you know, paying attention to your body and the cues that your body gives you and just taking time for yourself. It is so important because we can just get so lost in our everyday life Um, With how busy things can be, you know, we just forget about things. And especially with the holidays coming up, I know this year, you know, with COVID going on, it might be a little bit different. But typically, I feel like the holidays, you know, everywhere is still going to be relatively busy. People still have to go out and buy gifts at some point. You know, the world's not going to stop is my point. So taking time now and implementing that into your everyday routine is really important. Um, And the last thing I kind of want to touch base on before I um, end this podcast is how my social media detox is going, actually. Um, I wanted to update you guys on that because today is Monday and it is the fifth day of my social media detox, which actually I did not think that this was gonna like these few days have flown by so fast and I've actually been in a relatively better mood um now that I'm not on social media I will say the first day of doing it was relatively hard um it was kind of difficult because I was so used to just grabbing my phone if I didn't have anything to do and I would get on my phone and I would scroll and I would look and you know see who posted what Um, that first day was kind of really difficult, um, 
But after the first day, it really did get better. Like I woke up, I didn't look at my phone. The only thing I really look at my phone now for is, um, so since I cut out Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, the only social media that I allow myself to go on is Pinterest. (laughs) So if I, which I try not to grab my phone a lot anymore, which I'm actually doing pretty good about. But typically, if I, you know, need to get some ideas for organization or some cute outfit ideas, um, I'll go on Pinterest. And for me, that's not a negative platform at all. I've never had really any problems with Pinterest because you're in control always of what you see on your feed. And typically, people don't post negative things on Pinterest. Um, So Pinterest is just a great creative platform that I love to use. So the only thing I go on there for is to check my email, to go on Pinterest, and then I sometimes will watch a YouTube video. And I don't even watch YouTube videos all that often because I just, I don't really watch YouTube that much anymore, which I thought about for a while coming up with a YouTube channel, which I still might just for the fun of it. But YouTube is such a competitive platform. I don't really know if I see the point in doing it anymore. Um, I feel like YouTube isn't, YouTube when it, you know, was when I was younger. It's definitely different and it's not the same. But anyway, as far as my social detox um, this month, it's going pretty good, actually. Um, and I, like I said, I've been reading this book and it's, I'm really interested in it. And I think, honestly, if I continue to enjoy this social media detox, it really just might be something that I implement into my everyday life from here on out after October. Um, And I'm not saying I'm not going to be on social media ever, but I'm definitely saying that um, I'm going to be watching how much I am on social media from now on out. And it probably, you know, they say it takes about 30 days to create a habit. So that is something that is, you know, going to be an amazing thing to implement into my everyday life. So anyway, guys, that is all I have for you today for this podcast. Um, And I really, really hope you guys truly enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Bye.